Welcome to the Fit Factor Podcast, where we discuss health and fitness for those who may have mistakenly thought that their best, healthiest days were behind them. That's about to change. Well, welcome to episode one of my podcast. Uh, my name is Nathan Redman. If you didn't listen to the trailer, um, if you don't know anything about me, uh, that's kind of what the point of today's uh, opening podcast is going to be about because I am nothing, especially when it comes to the content that I'm wanting to put out and the theme of this show. Uh, I'm really nothing without my story. So what I want to do today is just kind of tell my story. Um, I want to let you guys know, you know, where I came from, how I got to the point that I am today to even want to do a podcast uh, about fitness or about health. Uh, you know, there's so many podcasts out there. There's so many Instagram influencers and, you know, YouTube channels. And, you know, we're at no loss of uh, people putting out content when it comes to health and wellness. Um, but personally, I find, uh, I'll be honest, I find a lot of those shows to be hosted or led by people that I'm not really sure can relate to the average uh, American. You know, I'm here in, I'm here in Texas. I'm in the Houston area. Uh, you know, it's a global it would be even more accurate way to put it. I'm not really sure that those uh, average podcasters and people in that fitness industry can really relate to the average person around the world who struggles with their weight, um, who's been obese, who's on medications uh, that quite honestly have been brought about by lifestyle, by choices that we make on a day-to-day -day and year-after-year basis. So, what I wanted to do with this very first episode is just talk a little bit about who I am and how I got to this point. Because like I said before, I'm, I'm nothing without my story. This podcast is unnecessary and I'm certainly not somebody that would even consider starting something like this. If it were not uh, recognizing where I've come from to where I am today. Um, so let's just dive in no better way to do it than just dive in. Um, I'm 50 years old. Uh, I grew up an athlete. I've been in sports and involved in sports probably for the past 40 years, uh, maybe a little bit longer. Uh, I started out as a soccer player, uh, gradually worked my way into becoming a basketball player, ran some track in high school, um, played a junior, a little bit of junior college basketball. So sports and athletics has always been a part of my life. Um, I went to college. Uh, at Southwest Texas State University here in uh, San Marcos, Texas, back in the early 90s. And from the day that I stepped foot on my on campus as a freshman, I knew what I wanted to do. Uh, I remember my junior year in high school, just kind of small talking it with my mom a little bit and just kind of thinking about, you know, what I want to do, what kind of career do I have, what want to have, what job do I want to have? Um, and my mom asked me two very simple questions. She said, well, Nathan, what are you good at and what do you like? And I thought, well, I'm really good at sports. I like sports. And she said to me at that time, she goes, well, you know, you have some cousins that are basketball coaches. And at the time, one of her cousins 
um, was actually the head boys basketball coach at Southwest Texas State University, where I decided to go to school. And so from that day, literally standing in the dining room of my house in Odessa, Texas, I said, I want to be a basketball coach. And that was what started me on the path of coaching. That was my junior year in high school, 1987, 1988. Um, and from that day forward, I, I just committed myself to being a coach. And so all I've done for the past 32 years is, is coach people and to teach. And so that's one of the reasons I'm looking forward to doing this podcast. It's because I love to teach and I love to coach. And those are two things that I feel like I've, I've been skilled at and gifted at. And so I want to use that to try to make people's lives better and try to help people. So graduated from college in 1996, 190 pounds. Two months later, I got married. So I, was, I got married in July of uh, 1996. And within a year of getting married, my wife and I had our first child, my son. And between the time that she got pregnant, <laughs> and the time that she had that baby, nine months later, I went from 190 pounds to about 205. I remember many, many nights, 10 o'clock, 1030, 11, 1130 at night, she'd get a craving for something sweet. <laughs> and she'd send me to Kroger here in Houston, babe, go to Kroger. I need brownies. Uh, run to the store. I want some ice cream. I mean, I was going to the store late at night for these sweets and for these cravings that she was having. And, um, you know, as most married men can, can attest when your wife is eating like that, especially late at night, it makes it really easy for you to just join in the party. <laughs> so for nine months, I joined in the party. I had the brownies and I had the ice cream and I made the cake and we used to make the biggest breakfasts. We would eat these massive breakfasts of bacon and eggs and uh, pancakes and biscuits and gravy. And I mean, we just destroyed breakfast when she was pregnant. Well, as a woman, she has the baby. She loses her weight, not me. So she has the baby. I'm 205 pounds. I never got below 205 pounds. And this is, you know, we're talking 1997 now. I mean, I'm 20, 25 years old. I never got below 205 pounds. In fact, over the next 20 years or so, I would go from 205, crept up to 210, and I just kept creeping up and up and up and up. And by 2018, uh, I was my heaviest that I'd ever been in my life. I remember going and getting a physical done, and I was 243 pounds at that physical. And that was in the summer of 2018. Well, not long after that, um, my mom, interestingly enough, talking about her helping me decide on my career path, my mom was visiting here in Houston. And we were standing in the kitchen one day, summer of 2018. Remember it like it was yesterday. She goes, son, you look like you're losing weight. I said, mom, trust me. <laughs> There's no way I'm losing weight. I'm not exercising. Uh, I haven't changed the way I eat. I eat horribly. Uh, trust me, I'm not losing weight. And she just kind of looks at me and kind of, you know, looks up and down. She goes, ah, I think you're losing weight. Your clothes look like they're getting more loose. So I'm not going to argue with mom. I'm like, okay, great. I look like I'm losing weight. That's great. So just kind of left it alone. Didn't really, didn't really think much of it after that. Well, a couple of weeks later, I started noticing my clothes were getting baggy. 
I was feeling like they were loose, loose fitting. And um, about that same time, I started noticing that uh, I was using the restroom a lot. About every 30 minutes to an hour, I would go use the restroom. But I was thirsty at the same time. So I was constantly thirsty, drinking lots and lots of water, and at the time, lemonade. But going to the restroom every 30, 45 minutes, maybe every hour. And it was just this vicious cycle of I'm really, really thirsty, but I'm also peeing a lot. Well, a few days, a week or so goes by, and I started to notice some other strange symptoms. I'd wake up in the middle of the night, and my fingertips and my hands would be numb. And just one thing led to another, just these little bitty things I started noticing. I finally said, you know, maybe something's not right. And I remember getting on the scale one day and I was about 220 pounds. Well, not long prior to that, I had had my physical done when I was 243. So sure enough, I had lost about 23 pounds without dieting, without exercising, without changing my lifestyle at all. And so I thought, nah, I should probably go to the doctor. And in my mind, I'm thinking, man, do I have cancer? What do I have? I'm just worst case scenarios going through my head. Went to the doctor and got diagnosed in August of 2018 uh, with type 2 diabetes. I had an A1C of 12.0. For anybody that knows anything about type 2 diabetes or blood sugar in general, uh, an A1C of 12.0 is more than double the normal A1C. And all A1C is for and for just to explain quickly is just how much of my rate of my hemoglobin uh, red blood cells, what percentage of those were made up of sugar? So mine was 12%, and normal is somewhere in the low 5%, 5.2, 5.3, 5.0, somewhere in that window there is normal. So I was more than double. So I got put on medication, started taking medication for the blood sugar, but I didn't really change my lifestyle. I just kind of depended on the medication to do its job. And I hear a lot of people talk about that nowadays as, uh, as a health coach and doing what I do. But the medication, I didn't like the way it made me feel. I had an, uh, an incident at work one day where I almost passed out in the middle of class when I was teaching. And um, I just, I was, I was getting to a point where I was more and more frustrated with, you know, the way I was living and, and being sick and the way I felt. Well, my wife is a runner. She loves to run distance running. She's running more half marathons than I can honestly remember. I think it's pushing somewhere in the range of 40 or so half marathons. Uh, I think she's done two full marathons. She's done more five K's and 10 K's than I could possibly remember. She loves to run. And there was a situation in March of 2019 when a friend of hers who had just started trying to take on the hobby of running had just begun this hobby. And there was a Sunday morning when it was raining and my wife normally would have got up and gone for a run, but it was raining. So she stayed home. And I noticed on Facebook later that afternoon that her friend who wanted to take on this running hobby had posted on Facebook that I only ran a mile today because it was raining. Well, me <laughs> trying to encourage the friend, I responded to her post on Facebook. I said, hey, you should feel great about running that one mile in the rain 
because your friend, the mortgage queen, who is, that's her name on her bibs of all of her races. She puts mortgage queen on the bib. That's the number on your uh, front of your shirt, the piece of paper with the number. She, I said, the mortgage queen stayed in bed today. So you should feel great about getting out and getting just that one mile in. You accomplished something. Well, my wife didn't take it quite as a, a compliment to the friend, and she took it more, more of an insult to her. So on Facebook, for all the world to see, she responds, says the guy who hasn't exercised in how long? Yeah, that's what she said on Facebook for all the world to see. So seconds later, <laughs> literally seconds later, from across the house, we started having a fairly intense conversation. And that conversation was the starting point of me making a change in my health. Because within minutes, I called one of my best friends who lived out in California, and he's a health coach. His name is Dave. I said, Dave, I need you to help me out. I've seen your pictures of your clients. I know what you do works. I know you know how to help people. And I need your help. And that was the day for me that everything changed. That was on the 31st of March, 2019. On April the 15th, just two weeks later, I started my own personal health journey. At the time, I was 225 pounds, still type 2 diabetic. My A1C at the time had gone down to about a 9.0, still very type 2 diabetic, if that's even a way to describe it. April 15th, 2019. Stepped on the scale, day one of my life changed 225 pounds. Over the next 90 days, following my coach's advice and following his system, I averaged two and a half pounds a week in weight loss. And by July the 15th, I was 185 pounds, five pounds lighter than I was the day I got married 20 years ago. And that changed not only my physical life, but it changed everything in my life. Because as you can imagine, when you lose weight that quickly and your friends and your family are watching you do it, they're going to start asking, how are you doing this? And that's what started my health coaching business in the summer, June, uh, June, July timeframe of 2019. So I started helping a few people at work. I helped my dad. My dad was one of my very first people that I coached. And one by one, people would come to me. Hey, what are you doing? Hey, how are you doing this? Hey, tell me more. And one client turned into five, which turned into 10, which turned into 20. And it just began to snowball. And so about a year into my health coaching business, um, I resigned from being the head boys basketball coach at the school I was coaching at here in the Houston area. And I walked away from coaching basketball and committed my life and my career to helping adults that are walking through a very similar scenario themselves to what I had healed from, to what I had walked out of and recovered from. And so for the past three and a half years, what I've done is I've been coaching adults. I've coached 40-year-olds and 50-year-olds and 74-year-old dads and everything in between. I've coached just morbidly obese people that needed to lose hundreds of pounds down to somebody that just wanted to lose 20 or 25 pounds. 
I've coached type two diabetics and, uh, and enabled them to be able to get off of medications. I've coached people that were on blood pressure medications and they were able to get off of their blood pressure meds. I've coached people who are hypothyroid, who are on medication because their thyroid doesn't produce properly. And they've had almost an impossible time losing weight. And I've been able to help them and so many other different stories. In fact, I even had a phone call today with a client uh, who's a female who has PCOS and her insulin resistance is causing fertility problems. And her fasting insulin, when she started working with me, was 15. And now it's eight in just two months. It's been basically cut in half. If you know what the fasting insulin is, you know how big of a deal that is. So why do I say all that? Why do I share my story? Why am I taking the time to go through all of this? Well, it's very simple. This podcast is designed for the average mom and dad that needs some help. They need some guidance. They need some advice. They want some input, but they want it possibly from somebody who can relate. And I feel like I can relate to the average mom and the average dad who's struggling with their weight. When I started my weight loss journey, I was 47 years old. Okay. So here I am 50. I'm still maintaining my healthy weight through a lifestyle of being very active, being working on my fitness on a regular basis. Uh, I've become a certified personal trainer in the process of, of becoming a certified health coach. Uh, nutrition is something that I have studied thousands of hours in the past three and a half years. I have basically spent the last three and a half years coaching people and studying so that I can be a better coach and help more people. And so this podcast is for that mom. It's for that dad. It's for that grandma. It's for that grandpa that feels like they've tried everything. They've given up many of them. They've started thinking, well, maybe I should do surgery or maybe I should get the injections that are popular now. Maybe I should pop these pills. All the things that we try along the way that might work for a little bit and then eventually stop working, those are the people that this podcast is for. This is for the dad who used to have his mojo in the gym and used to be active and used to be fit and hasn't been in the gym in a long time and he walks in the gym, he doesn't even really know what to do. That's where my personal training expertise and my knowledge there comes in. You know, like I said at the beginning of this, for 30 years, basically, I've been coaching people. That's all I know how to do is coach and teach. And so I, I want to help people through those two skill sets. And when I mix my story of what I've gone through with my ability to teach and my ability to coach, ultimately, I hope that I can help change a lot of lives through this podcast media uh, stream around the world, around the world. My goal is to help a million people in the next 10 years to be able to achieve a healthy weight. And I believe that that's possible. And I believe that it will happen. And this podcast is going to be one way of seeing that that does happen. So that's my story. That's who I am. That's where I've come from. And um, I just, I'm excited. I really am excited about where this is going to go. I've got so many thoughts and so many ideas in my head right now about some different topics and some different uh, things to discuss, some different areas of health and fitness and wellness. Um, we're going to hit it. We're going to hit all of it. We're going to, <laughs> there's going to be a really, really big zone that we're going to work within because there's so much to health and wellness 
that can just make a little bit of a difference on a daily basis. And so here we go. Let's crank this thing up. Um, the fit factor. This is, this is for you. I'm here to help you. And uh, I hope that you'll stick around. I hope you'll subscribe and I hope you'll share. If you know somebody that's struggling with their weight, maybe it's a mom or a dad that's getting a little bit up in age and they're just not losing the weight like they used to share this. That's all I really ask of you on this podcast is just share it with somebody that you think it could benefit. Because I know for fact in America, when you've got about 25% of our population struggling with either type two diabetes or pre-diabetes, I know right off the bat that we're looking at 75, 80 million people in America that can relate and connect with where I've been and that I could potentially help. When we've got 40 to 50% of our population that is clinically obese and overweight, and they don't know how to get back down to a healthy weight, that's who these people are. That's who this podcast is for. So share, share, share. And I promise you, I promise you, I will come every time I flip the red switch on this microphone. Every time the red light comes on, I'm going to try to bring some value to you that will help impact your life and will make some positive changes for you so that you can be a better, healthier person tomorrow than you are today. And if we can put one foot in front of the other and just get a little bit better every day, just a little bit better, it doesn't have to be big, giant steps. If we can get a little bit better every day. We'll look back a year from now, two years from now, five years from now, and we won't even recognize ourselves. We can literally reshape who we are, but we got to do it one day at a time and we got to do it with small little bites. I remember hearing a friend of mine a long time ago say, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So we're going to start taking bites out of that elephant and I'm going to do everything I can to help you in your journey. So until next time. You guys have a great day, and I'm looking forward to the next episode and the first official topic.